0: couldn't yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> that might be the greatest intro we've ever had yes um, cr- and it actually is cranked and ranked today folks yes um we've we've we did a a, a slashed and mashed and then grooved and removed and now we're out of clever names so we might as well go back to uh, cranked and ranked um, or the shitty Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> man they suck so it's not just it's a not just name. a clever name <laughs> Um uh, that's a really that's a, that's one of those jokes that like when I when you first hear it, you're you you do not really get how fucking funny it is. Yeah. <laughs> the shitty Beatles, are they any good? They sucked. <laughs> uh, um, awesome. anyway, um had a had a had a coffee drink. Um yes, welcome as as you as you were brutally welcomed by Eddie Sparks, um, cranked yes. and ranked. And um if you could tell by his impression <clears throat> We are going to be cranking and ranking. Well, we already cranked. Now we're ranking um, yes. the discography of the band Obituary. Obituary. I don't know why yeah, I pronounced it like that. Obituary. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you're, it's a little too low to be John Tardy. Like, you yeah. gotta get, uh, no, it's go. even it's even higher up. Like his. That's the, that's the great <laughs> thing about his voice is that we'll get into that. Um, but oh, introductions out of the way. Old head, your host as, as usual, and with me as always, Mister Eddie Sparks there's gonna be a lot of that i fucking love this one
2: um yeah um oh, this is so it, i don't always talk
1: like this by the way <laughs> oh really um, have we done i was trying to think of the death metal bands we've done have we done anything besides death and cannibal corpse are those the only two death metal bands we've we've ranked so far we did we did carcass uh, uh, car- a, a carcass i guess can fit in there a little bit i would put them yeah you know they started with grindcore and there i i they're more of a blanket yeah. extreme metal band mm. um and to be fair if you want to talk about what people think is actual death metal i guess obituary doesn't fit in there at all aside from vocally um yeah but mm. um <laughs> so yeah so we've done um, yeah, the Cannibal Corpse was one of the f- the most fun I'd had doing a ranking, and unfortunately that one wasn't on video, it's just a podcast version, uh, but you can get it but, on YouTube too if you're watching on YouTube.
2: Some of that shit was just that funny though, It, it you just know that we're just creased over
1: red-faced, crying our eyes out laughing, so it's yeah. like, and, yeah. And funny enough, today I, I looked at Twitter and Cannibal Corpse was trending
2: on oh. Twitter,
1: which is like... I'm always like, wow. And it's only because somebody posted something about something that we already know, which is that George Corpse Grinder Fisher is a fucking teddy bear.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> and so it's,
1: it's just a post about how he's a death metal singer. But if you go to his Instagram, it's all about how he loves his family and is proud of his kids and he wins stuffed toys all the time. And, and it's he plays true. World of Warcraft. He plays World of Warcraft. Doesn't even post about that very much, though. That almost seems like that's a thing he's, he keeps a little bit to himself now. Yeah, um, it, it. I think as well. Like, what is it? It, it? One of my favorite,
2: like, Cannibal Corpse going viral moments was. I mean, obviously, it's kind of a, kind of a bummer how it went down. But like, which guitarist was it that you know the house got raided? Uh, Adam, uh, oh, it caught was,
1: fire or something. That was Pat O'Brien. Not Pat O'Brien. M- there, there are other people named Pat O'Brien who are famous, but <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> this was the guitar player
1: Pat O'Brien who apparently, from what I heard, he ended up breaking into somebody's house and he was acting all crazy and manic. And then when the mm. police came and searched his house, they just found that he had a stockpile of weapons, which, yeah. in, which it's known that he was into like guns and shit. And so that's, you know, to, I mean, to, to be fair, if you're that into guns, it's only a matter of time before you snap. So, I mean, come on. <laughs>
2: Well, the where I was heading with that is that there was this like meme going around. It's like nobody expected this, and then it just like had a had like a Spotify playlist, and it had real songs in there, but it yeah. was like it it was like interspersed with like fake Cannibal Corpse song names that just give the game away. It's like I have guns in my house for murder, yeah. hammer smashed face, <laughs> yeah. um, strip raped and strangled. <laughs> I have a house full of skulls, and then just like. it's... It just yeah. made me laugh. Yeah. Um, death metal is a funny genre, man.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and, and an interesting genre, too. And it's great because, we're, we sh- yeah, we're talking about Cannibal Corpse on an episode about obituary, but they're connected, very connected for me, and connected mm. in other ways, too. Death, death metal is a genre where in around late 92, early 93 was when I was interested to death metal. And for a few years, I... Like, the music that came out from the late 80s all the way up until maybe about 94, death Mm -hmm. metal-wise, to me, I love all of that shit. Hell yeah. As a genre, very quickly, bands and other things started to fall off, whereas, like, it's you'd be hard-pressed to find a death metal release over the past 25 years where you could play it for me and I'll go, oh, it's good. It's mostly like, it's fine um there there are a few here and yeah. there that i like but it's it's real it's a genre it's a genre that to me that kind of did all it was able to do <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah it's oh man like the
2: thing i love about death metal is the slow groovy shit and yeah obituary is probably like the band for stuff like that cuz i totally. feel like i have I haven't heard any other um death metal band that we've or extreme metal band in general that we've covered play stuff as doomy and atmospheric as this stuff is you know?
1: yeah and, and we're still talking about them as a death metal band, which once again goes to that argument that I made many, many times on many episodes of this show where <sighs> death metal in the early days, the bands that you think of that were the really big bands cannibal corpse Obituary, death deicide aside mm-hmm. uh, fuck I don't know whoever, whoever else you want to throw in there doesn't really matter um, morbid angel Morbid Angels is a good one too they all sounded unique yes they they're vocally they sounded different the style of music they were doing wasn't just the same thing over and over again and that's what I love about old school death metal now death metal like every fucking genre has been fucking it's almost like it's been, you put it through a strainer over and over and over again. So while now there's just some sort of water flavored death metal that's kind of left. And it's like, (laughs) there's no bands are really afraid to do anything different. And not only that, the production of death metal has gotten so shitty, which is funny because some would say it sounded shitty back in the day because people didn't know how to handle the production style. And there wasn't a lot of money now you have all this fucking technology in front of you. And what do you do? You want your fucking band to sound like you're literally sticking a pin in a fan. It's like, that's literally what fucking death metal is supposed to sound like. There's some guy going <laughs> underneath it. Like that's, That was a good one. That's fucking <laughs> stupid. And that's so easy to do. That's why that shit. <laughs> that's why if you want to impress me as a death metal vocalist, let me see you do it with your mouth open wide with the microphone about a foot away from your face. If you have to do anything else, if you have to put it really close, or well, you have to do this, then you are not a good death metal vocalist. I'll say, it, I'll say it over and over again. There are some good death metal vocalists that do the close mic thing and the ooh-ooh-ooh thing, but for the most part, it's already been done. So, hey, mm. guys, if you're going to start a death metal band, try harder, Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> there's that. There's that great, great uh, video I saw. I, I posted it a long time ago on one of my socials where it's T Pain and T Pain is losing his fucking mind listening to some music and he's just like, "Do something different. Do something different." Like, yeah. He's just freaking, and I'm like, "T Pain, I fucking get it, man." Because, hmm. um, yeah, because that's what's happening in music all over the world, all genres, everything is. I mean, there's there's cool stuff, but man. There's a whole lot of samey samey, and everyone's just just eats it up, especially in the metal community. Because if you're not samey samey, then you're not metal, and you're not good enough. And so, once again, as I always say, metal has been ruined by metal fans. Um, but two metal do something fans different. You've sold out. Yeah, which yeah. we'll get to that with this band. Although they didn't do anything different. But what you, but we won't I, <laughs> we won't get to that necessarily today because this is a two parter obituary ranking. Um, yes. Because they have 10 albums total. And we figured that we'll do five each on each episode. And it gives us time for our silly tangents that um, some people really love and others. Um, I'm sure they don't even fucking even watch our shit anymore. Um, Other, but, others um, will
2: have to sit by and wait their turn.
1: Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and funny enough, the, I, before we started doing this, I used to do a series of videos called Albums Ranked. And mm-hmm. the very last band I did was Obituary. And um, that was t- t- a little over two, two years, about two and a half years ago. And then because it was right after that, that we started Cranked and Ranked. And so it'll be interesting to see because I've gone through and I actually listened to the albums in the order that I ranked them to mm. see if anything changed. So we'll see it. We'll, we'll see. But um and the, inter- the interesting thing, it's not interesting, it's funny and a little bit disheartening, because occasionally I get people that will comment and say, hey, do you do, you do any out, uh, band rankings anymore? And I'm yeah. like, <laughs> it's like, t- tell me you don't listen to my shit without telling me you don't listen to my shit or watch my yeah. shit. It's like, that's like every week. Every week. Yeah, <laughs> and so, it's, like, uh, arg- it's arguably the most like, Consistent show on the on the channel. It's like yeah, and it's and it's uh. So it's funny because I and I always like we'll post a link to something from Cranked and Ranked, um, and I think for some people they want things to be short form and just have one dude talking, but yeah, it's not interesting when it's just me talking. It's more interesting when it's a conversation when it can be be really drawn out because a lot of these bands deserve our time. They've given us their time, so I I like doing this a lot better. Um, if if we if we listen to 40 minutes of their
2: music they have to listen to two hours and 20 minutes of us talk about tangents
1: <laughs> you know what, what we could do to piss everybody off is that we literally our our, our discussion of an album has to be the length of the album <laughs> <laughs> yeah just start rolling at like six AM. It's like yeah. fucking midnight
2: here. And it's and gonna just... be,
1: it's gonna be like we're gonna be ranking Iron Maiden. It's gonna be Iron Maiden is gonna be a, a, a seven week <laughs> podcast episode or whatever. Anyway, uh, at that
2: point, at that point, just start a fucking maiden podcast, man. <laughs>
1: I'm sure there's one of those out there. Uh, probably oh, a lot of those
2: out there. Was, yeah, they're one of those bands. They have to have quite a few. Yeah. Got to be.
1: Um, But yeah, Obituary. And, and as usual, we can start things off by where Obituary came into our lives. And for me, um, they were the second death metal band I ever heard. I really thought about this because I wasn't sure how it happened, but I think I, I now got my memories together in my head. And so I think it was late 1992. And in late 1992, the first death metal song I ever heard was Hammer Smashed Face. Um, by <laughs> that was kind of my introduction to death metal, and then I remember, probably around the same exact time, may have been like the day after, the week after, I don't know, but um, back in that, back in 1992, <laughs> late 1992, or yeah, late '92, um, I, I was I was occasionally what you would refer to as a mall rat. Um, <laughs> funny enough, I'm wearing my Berserker shirt from Clerks. Um, which I I just saw Clerks three in the theater, and so I don't know. Are you a fan of any of that shit, Kevin Smith, or any of that those movies? Uh, Clerks is a movie series I have yet to sit down and watch. Oh, but okay, I well, know- then I won't. I won't uh, talk about it then, because you won't. Because you, yeah, that would that'll be an interesting to do a sidebar if you watch all three Clerks movies once they're all out to be streamed yeah. or whatever. Because um, because effectively this movie is is pretty it's. It may not be the end of the Clerks series, but it, if it is, it's it's very fitting that it's the mm. ending. But anyway, this guy, this guy, right here. And if you, if you look, it says Berserker on it. Um, there's a scene in Clerks where this guy's name is Olaf, and he's not even a character in the movie. He's in a scene for like a minute, and <laughs> Jay's character is like, "This is this is Olaf. He's from Russia. He wants to start a metal band. It's called Fuck You, <laughs> Yankee Blue Jeans or some shit like that." And then they're, and then they ask him, they go, you know, what's your, you know, do one of your songs. And then his song is, my love for you is like a truck berserker. And that's, (laughs) (laughs) and it's, it's this, it's this guy right here singing the song right there. Awesome. Um, Would you like some making fuck berserker? (laughs) Did he say making fuck? (laughs)
2: Yeah, anyway. I, need to, I need to see those movies, man. Now that
1: I know you haven't seen them, I, I, would, I would love it if you would put some time away to like watch all three once you can and then we talk about them because you, it would literally be a discussion of somebody who has lived with Clerks in his life since it came out in the theater and has loved it and has been a big part of his life and somebody who literally just watched all three of them. To me, that is, ju- that is the same thing as you coming to me and being like, I've never seen Star Wars and be like, oh, watch them and then let's talk about them. <laughs> because <laughs> clerks is way more important to me than star Wars. But some would say that clerks wouldn't exist without star Wars. Cause they do a lot of star Wars talk in the movies. <laughs> but anyway, what was I saying? Oh, I was a mall rat. There's also a movie called mall rats by Kevin Smith. Um, and the mall that I, uh, that I hung out in was literally less than a mile from my house. Like I could walk there. Um, and it was a great, it was a great mall. I probably talked about it before in an episode. It had an arcade, a movie theater, an ice skating rink record store all the shit you would want you know at one point it even had one of these weird things where you could go in and you could record yourself doing a cover version of a a popular song yeah um anyway tenacious (laughs) d yeah yeah like that um and so we uh we would hang out there occasionally and i just in, in my memory it's i remember sitting out front of the mall because um, my friends, as they would say, I got to go smoke a stogue. And that means, means go smoke a cigarette because they, they were smokers. I was not a smoker. Um, so we would like be in the mall and then we would inevitably have to go outside so they could have a smoke. And I remember my friend saying, you know, check this check this fucking song out. And he puts, you know, the headphones on me and I hear, drop it out! Feel the blood spill from your <laughs> <the> mouth! <laughs> and I was just like, Whoa whoa dude this is fucking rad and that was my that was my introduction to uh to obituary and um i all all of a sudden became a really big fan getting into cannibal corpse and obituary like lit a fucking fire under me and my friends where all of a sudden we wanted to get every death metal album we could and Mm. we all wanted to be the first one to get it so it was like we used to get together all spending the night at each other's houses and we would have a list going. And if you found a new death metal band that wasn't on your list, I'm getting this first. Nobody can get this before I get this. And like, I was always the one that wasn't quick enough um, except for morbid angel. Morbid angel was mine. That was the one that I called and I was like, no, I'm getting this band for you guys. Um, But uh, that's how excited we were about it. We were so just like stoked to like get the death metal t-shirts and get, you know, all the shit. And, and uh, the best thing was like on the back of every death metal album, you had the band doing their, their poses yeah. on a fucking hilltop or whatever. <laughs> and they would all be wearing shirts with band names and you'd go, oh, I don't know that band. So you'd write down what you thought the band name said on their shirt. <laughs> and then you'd go to the record store and then you just blindly buy whatever the fuck it was because it looks like death metal and you would get it. So anyway, obituary, very important band for me because they were kind of like the thing you know, one of the bands that like pushed me in and said, you know, you're looking for the most extreme shit out there. Here's some of that. And and I've been a fan of theirs ever since, mostly because I believe that John Tardy is one of the best death metal vocalists there is just for the the uniqueness of his voice, the recognizability. Is that the right word of his voice where you hear me? You go, oh, it's fucking Obituary. It's John Tardy.
2: Yeah, um, definitely. But
1: but also because they were they are a Death Metal band that isn't afraid to groove and I like a mm-hmm. little bit of groove. Um so long-winded story done. When when did you get exposed to Obituary? I've kind of
2: uh this is one of those ones where it's like kind of uneventful where I've kind of like drip-fed songs I like into my liked songs over the years, you know. Yeah. This is probably the, you know probably one of the most anticlimactic stories I've ever told about that's getting right. into a band, but uh, it, sometimes it just happens that way. You hear a song, oh, I like that one. You hear another song, I like that one, and then over the course of oh, I like ten songs from this band from all different albums. Maybe I should dive deep, and yeah. uh,
1: that's what we've done this week. So uh, we have. Well, let's then let's do it. Let's just go ahead cool. and jump right into it as usual. Mister Eddie Sparks leading the way. With his uh, uh, by by the way, we're doing number ten down to number five, just in case anybody is curious. Um, So number ten, obituary album. Cool. So my number ten obituary
2: album is Back from the Dead. Okay. So uh, yeah, this album. I'm just going to jump straight into the track by track. This is 1997. Um, Is this album? This is the last album of their original 80s 90s run before they, you know, kind of went on a hiatus. Um, Threatening... Threatening Skies. (laughs) Threatening? (laughs) Threatening Skies? It was a short opener. I mean, it's fun. By the Light is a heavy track. Inverted's got some groove riffage going on. Platonic Disease. Now, here's the thing. This album is like missing the Scott Burns production heaviness I'd grown used to with their first four albums. Yeah. That said, there, there are cool riffs on this um, track and this album. Um, Download is heavy. I like it. Um, Rewind is cool.
1: How, how many bands in the late 90s have a song yeah. called Download?
2: I, I was about to. It was like a premonition, isn't it? It's like, this is going to fuck shit up. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> um, Feed on the Week has some cool riffs in it. That's a, that's a,
1: that's a great one, Feed on the
2: Week. Yeah, and, I, that's I, really and some like of, that some
1: one. of their song titles you could just hear it in John Tardy's voice.
2: It's out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, lockdown is cool. I mean, the song not having to live through it. Man, they were um, like ahead of
1: their time. Download yeah. lockdown. They knew where they knew where shit was going.
2: Yeah, oh, pressure point. It's got some slow heavy stuff in it. Uh, Back from the dead title track, cool. Do me closer, but then you've got Bolituary, which is this fucking awesome rap metal track and it's it's probably my favorite on the album i have to be yeah. honest because yeah because it's so different um but my I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap up my opinion of this album with i mean it's all right <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah it's it's okay it's it's not got the greatest production and the songs aren't as memorable as, as the albums that they'd had to that point. Yeah. Um, For, for me really, I mean, you know, the further up my ranking list I go, I go into more detail and depth with the songs, but I found myself listening to this album, just kind of like, I don't really have anything to say, (laughs) you know, it's just,
1: it's, it's not bad. Yes, yeah. all right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so to 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 be honest, I I I like every one of their albums, yeah. but I but I do have to admit that they some of their shit is so samey with what they've already done. There'll be there's an example I'm going to come to in my ranking where two songs that start off two different albums are almost identical, <laughs> and um and so I, I understand what you're saying. You get to a point where. Sometimes like the latter half of this ranking for me, it's just like, I don't know, throw them in the air and let them fall because there's there's a lot (laughs) of like similar stuff because they found what they did and they stuck to that, you Mm. know, like classic bands, Motorhead, the Ramones, um, ACDC, ACDC. Yeah, they they found their sound and they stuck with it. So there's no I have no problem with that. There's no shame but, in it, but when it comes to having an interesting discography, it really hurts your chances of me having a lot of interesting things to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so like with that,
2: Back from the Dead to me was the least interesting album in in this in this list cuz it was just like there are five albums in and the production on it is a letdown and the songs aren't all that memorable. Yeah. Um, so with that, I'm going to hand it over to you for your number 10.
1: Cool. My number 10. Number uh, 10. The, uh, the production on Back From The Dead is way better than several albums they did for me. Um, one of them being number 10, Darkest Day from 2009, mm. um, which is their eighth album. And they did a, three albums in particular where the quality of the production is is for me is too weak to support their sound, and sometimes has an almost demo quality. Like it, when you hear some other band's yeah. demos, you're like, "Oh, this is the demo before they went into the studio." But they sometimes just went for that production, and a couple albums like this one, John Tardy's vocals when they're dry are are not. They're good, but something is missing when yeah. you don't have like a <laughs> cavernous. Uh, three reverb. layers of delay
2: and reverb. Yeah,
1: because yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't sound like the big, the beast that he is. He sounds more like roar, a little beast. Roar, still, roar. Still, a, still a threatening beast, but a little one. Um, <laughs> but uh yeah, so Darkest Day just doesn't have the punch that it needs. The songs are there and the dudes are still doing what they know how to do very well, as they've done on every album they've done. Um, but at this point, it's like, well, what albums stand out? What albums have parts that stand out? And this one has the least amount of parts that stand out. Um, and it's, it's good on its own. That's the thing is that with Obituary, they're, very, they're, they're like all those other bands I named where if somebody says, do you want to listen to Obituary? I'd be like, sure. And they would say, do you have, a, do you have an album you want to listen to? I have them all. I'd be like, any album will do. <laughs> because <laughs> they all bring they bring you exactly what you're what you're wanting some are better but you know I, it's not gonna I'm, it's not gonna ruin my time by playing darkest day because i'm like it's a fucking obituary album mm. um the, my biggest gripe with this one is that it's too fucking long it's, 50, yeah, it's 52 lengthy. minutes long and i believe it's track number eight that's called contrast the dead is a seven minute song that does not need to be seven minutes long. But when that song is wrapping up, I'm like, it feels like this is supposed to be the end of the album. And then there's three Mm. more tracks. So, so it, it, it really sort of loses its momentum and then just starts dragging for three more songs. Um, So while it does have its moments, like every, like I wrote down, every album has that head nod (laughs) shit. Like every fucking album has that shit. (laughs) And so um, in the podcast world, I was nodding my head as I was uh, saying each syllable of those words.
0: Um,
1: as was I. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, this one is the weakest. And um, I, brought a, I brought up a, a term that I don't know if I'm the only one that uses it. Maybe I coined this term. I don't know. But I brought it up when we talked about Slayer way back in the day. Um, and the term is called riff blur. Yeah, (laughs) riff blur is when you hear a riff and you go, "Did they already do this riff, like on another album or on another song?" And once you get into the two thousands with Obituary, riff blurs all over the fucking place. Where because their shit for the most part is fairly simple compared to other death metal music. Now, I I like I like what they do, but there is that point where some riffs, and as I'm going to point out later, two songs that sound so much alike that I'm like, did they not, do they, somebody needs to play those back to back for them so they know what they're doing. (laughs) Um, but yeah, there's a lot of riff blur. And so these bottom three, especially it's, there's so much of that that I just go, ah, God, I can't, it's, it does, it's not anything that I'm ever going to, um, choose to listen to on my own. Um, when it, when it comes to obituary. Um, so yeah, um, darkest day ends up, coming in last at number 10 cool so uh, that brings me to my number 9
2: which is Inked in Blood from right. 2014 uh, yeah so th- this album it's good but I feel like it lacks some <laughs> I of- just
1: keep I just keep thinking you're gonna go I mean it's yeah. alright I mean it's alright <laughs> I mean,
2: I'm pretty much gonna do it for like this half of the ranking <laughs> that's it I'm, st- I'm sticking to it that's the running go for this one I mean it's all right, but um the video will be me, over in
1: in, uh, in like two minutes.
2: Yeah, it it's good, but I feel like it. it you know, to bring up your um, demo quality thing, like oh, this one for sure. Yeah, this one definitely because it lacks the atmosphere present on other obituary albums. Like not yeah. to give not to give too much of the game away, but stack this album next to the self titled one that came after it. It's night and day absolutely like like, this sounds like what this could have sounded like you know yeah um you know so yeah anyway i'm tumbling over my words i'm gonna go into my track by track uh centuries of lies is this like quick blast of punky death yeah i mean it's they have this thing now where for like the last five albums they've like opened with a short blast of oh. punky death metal, like okay.
1: So I'm gonna t- I'm gonna give you. Maybe you should do this right now, and then I mean, don't don't play it out loud. <laughs> but the song, live reaction. Play play the first thirty seconds of "Centuries of Lies" from okay. Inked in Blood." Centuries of lies. Yeah, obituary song. I'm gonna turn down just, the. Just play the first Oops. thirty seconds. I'll wait. Everybody wait, have to grab a drink. Eddie is right now listening to the beginning of Centuries of Lies from Inkton in Blood. Thank you for your um, patience as we get through this important portion of our program. Here is some tones. Okay. Oh. <laughs> All right, now, and I think you'll have to go to YouTube for this, but now listen to... The first song from Executioner's Return, which is called "Face Your God." Okay, uh, "Face Your
2: God," obituary. All right. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> like,
1: like literally in the first like four bars of the song. Yeah. To the point to the point where because (laughs) Executioner's Return is not on on Apple Music. So like I was going I was just doing my like review stuff. And I and I remember going there because I don't have, you know, that what physical copy of Executioner's Return. And so I started playing it. I'm like, did they put the wrong album up here? (laughs) No. (laughs) It's It's an almost identical song. Same same tempo, same notes the Six most tuning. yeah like, <laughs> well, yeah
2: it, yeah it's it's just it, everything is identical apart from the power chords they used like er, everything else yeah that's um definitely riff blur definitely yeah. riff blur it's for it, sure. it, it
1: was crazy how much i thought it was the wrong album that was uploaded to youtube um mm. Anyway, so there that's that was a nice little experiment, but that is what you're dealing with. As, as much as I love obituary, if you if the guys aren't watching this, but if they are, you know, mad, mad respect as they say to you guys for being old school death metal and sticking to your guns and I still enjoy everything you do today. But you know, when you stick when you stick so close to shit <coughs> everything and as I've learned from most metal fans, they don't fucking care anyway. So it's just like whatever, keep doing what you're doing cuz the metal community um are very boring so yeah except for us like we're we're part of the metal community we're like on the fringe of the metal community where we're kind of like functioning people i I would say i would say that we're 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 more like the what do you what do you call those the people that like the the not the elders because we're not i wouldn't call us either one of us that but (laughs) you know like you the ancients you have a group of people that are just like running amok, doing whatever. And then you have the ones on the outside that are looking in. They're interested in what's going on, but they're trying to find ways to make it better. I feel like that's mm, yes. us. The council, yes. And everyone's <laughs> everyone's ignoring us, but we're still on the outside going like, they're they're not listening. They're running around, you know. Going crazy, and we're <laughs> we're on the outside. We're just we're. Tra- it's like me at a fucking concert. There's all there's a, the whole group of kids right in front of me, they're like, rah, 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 and I'm all like, well, I'm watching the fucking band because that's what I paid to do. Dude,
2: <laughs> dude, have you ever, dude, have you ever seen that like meme template? That's like a. a- a, co- a comic strip and it said they hated Jesus because he told them the truth. And it's like, you can just put anything there and
1: like follow it up with, they hated him for he told the truth. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. So, it's so, um, I, so I just, so, but yeah, it's like one of those things where like, I, I, I feel I it, like most things in my life. It, it, it's really difficult being in the middle, which is where I feel like I am a lot of times because I am the person that says, come on, man, try, try something different. Stretch out your sound. Yeah. Give us, surprise us. But at the same time, I hear a band like Obituary and I go, I'm perfectly fine with them not doing that. But when it comes <laughs> to something like this, I, 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 I would be remiss, as, as if that's the right term, um, to not point out this, how some of their shit is shockingly similar to shit mm-hmm. that they already did. Um, so anyway, that was fun. And I mean, that's all right. <laughs> yep.
2: Oh, um, but yeah. Where, where was I? Oh, we only got to centuries of lies. Centuries okay. of lies. I mean, face um, your God. I mean, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um,
1: violent by nature. I mean, not because I hate
2: awesome-
1: you. I'm, <laughs> I'm is, naughty. I'm that- naughty by nature. they they're violent by nature.
2: It's it, here. Here's the thing, like like we said, like we spent that last five to ten minutes explaining. This is awesome stuff. Yeah, but it's being done. You know, at this point, you know, pain inside. Obituary still doing what they do best. Visions in my head. Awesome song. Back on top. Groovy fucker. Me likey. <laughs> Violence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just wrapping it off. Yeah. Uh, violence, fun, short song. Inked in Blood is this gnarly, slow one. Title track, by the way. Uh Deny You is this dirgy chugger. Uh, within a dying breed, slow groove, fast double kick, reverb heavy toms in the outro. That's my fuck yeah moment on this album. Because yeah. I'm gonna say this a lot and Probably multiple times per album, slow grooves with fast double kick are the best grooves, and obituary do that best there yeah, it's just satisfying as fuck um to not only listen to but play as a drummer. so when I hear something, I'm like, "I can play a fucking a c d c beat while my feet are doing machine gun shit, yeah, that's awesome <laughs> um. Minds of the World, groovy ass death metal, Out of Blood, tasty ride symbol placements in there. You know, I love whenever they like switch over, ding 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 like that sort of thing. Um, absolutely brilliant. Paralyzed with fear is this up tempo closer. I mean, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, like I said, it, it lacks. Atmosphere, this album yeah. really does. It's it's very dry sounding, and I don't think it does the music
1: justice. Um, so yeah, yeah back cool. back to you. I, I have similar things to say about my number nine, which is Executioner's Return, which begins with the song Face Your God, which sounds like Centuries of Wise. Anyway, um Executioner's Return also suffers from weak production, in my opinion, but it is better yeah. than Darkest Day, in my opinion. Um, this is their seventh album so um i really don't have much to say about this because like i said the shit all kind of runs together there is a number eight so we can just cool all right so yeah executioner's return there's a definite energy to this album and once again it's obituary doing obituary and they know how to do it and let's you know what and let's also throw them another kudos which is the sound that obituary do, no other band can do it right. No, no, for sure. Like, so that's the thing. So I almost feel like because there are no other bands that can nail this sound, then sure, they should, they should stick with it. And, you know, and I, I plan on, um, in November obituaries coming through here through Houston uh, with Carcass I think i Marth is the headlining band, um, which means I'll check out two songs and go home. Um, but um, I'll go check them out because I just, I like, I just like, well, I love carcass. So definitely I'm going, but obituary, like, I just love the, the vibe of their sound. So I don't really care. I don't care what songs they play when I go see them live, because like I said, with obituary, any album will do. And, um, yeah. You just know that's going to be one of those shows where you get mistaken for being in a (laughs)
2: monomath.
1: Like, like, oh, you know what I should do? I'm going to go to that show and I'm going to fake like a Swedish accent like the whole time. Because nobody nobody knows. I mean, there's probably maybe a few people that know me from YouTube, but that's probably pretty rare. But Mm. I don't ever go places in Houston and so nobody knows who I am. So I probably could just walk around and be like, those are my cousins or whatever, you know? (laughs) This um, is what John Tardy goes. Hey, shout out to old head. <laughs> Fuck
2: the guy from Acid Rain. And it's like,
1: <laughs> uh, no, the, uh, it's uh, that. If, if it were man, if, if 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 the world worked perfectly for me, it would be <laughs> it would be Jeff Walker from Carcass who was giving me a shout out from the stage. Um, but I'd take one from John, John Tardy too. Um, but not but that's a good idea. I'm just gonna pretend to be somebody from the Amana Marth camp and uh and <laughs> just maybe I'll be able to like get backstage and, and then I'll oh that would be really cool. Then I'll pretend that I'm really into Amana Marth, but I'm not really, and then I'll like become really good <laughs> friends with them, and then like it'll be like I'll be, I'll catfish them essentially. They'll <laughs> I have no idea. They're not going to, they probably won't even give a shit. I'll show up and be like, another bearded guy. <laughs> Too many oh, of us. Man. That's not the best Swedish accent ever, but sounds more like Arnold. He's from, from. he's from Austria, I believe, which is not Sweden. So Take apparently I need to, find to a band from, I need to find a band from Austria and, so I can pretend to be one of them because I am okay at doing this accent, I think. I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Anyway, the point I was trying to make is that with all my gripes about, like, I have nothing more to say about Executioner's Returns, so I'll throw it over to you. But at the same time, I'm like, I love what they do. They're the only band that can do it. So when they come to town, I'm going to go fucking see them because I'm all like, nobody else does this shit. I love how they do it. So, you know. I, yeah. would, I would put it down to, I feel like...
2: Um, obituary are the black sabbath of death metal hear me out okay not because not because they're necessarily the first to do it but because they're so groove and riff focused compared yeah. to other you know there are obituary riffs that i could hear tony iomi playing
1: oh yeah whereas
2: whereas like you know say for example bands that do more of that <laughs> stuff like, yeah like you're not you're not gonna get that vibe whereas like stuff on here is like feels like what it would sound like if Tony Iommi formed a death metal band you know as yeah absurd and alternate reality as that might seem in our realm
1: that does make um, sense because Black Sabbath was a band that had a lot of groove Hmm. And that's and we had a lot of down tuned, you know, hmm. riffs and stuff. So yeah, I'm I'm kind of now I'm kind of fascinated. Has, has Obituary ever done a Black Sabbath cover? Because I feel like they they could pull one off. They and totally we, could. And like yeah. it, it, l- listen to something
2: like Cornucopia from like um, volume four, like down, down no 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 like that's that sort of thing. Like I hear that in the in the intro to Infected. Like yeah. it has that
0: it,
2: Yeah. <laughs> like it has that doom vibe to it, but they never That's the thing. They're not a doom metal band, but they have the atmosphere there and they yeah. have the fuzzy guitar of that sort of thing, but they play a it's almost like they've got one genre's rig and another genre's songwriting, and yeah. they're just doing both at the same time, which, you know, guitar tone-wise, probably my favorite death metal band. Like, the riffs in this band, oh! Yeah. Holy shit. But yeah, like I was saying, back to uh, Executioner's Return.
1: Mm-hmm. Um Your number is uh,
2: eight. N- number eight, yeah. yeah. So uh, Centuries of Lies. I mean, Face Your God... <laughs> um, is a sk- skanky thrashy death opener it's you know it does its job um lasting presence is another fast one evil ways was the point in the album where i thought here we go here's some mid-tempo obituary goodness mm-hmm. uh drop dead triplet field double kick yes please uh, bloodshot is this slow sludgy groovy one steal your fate we're we're back in kind of the slayer worship zone with this with the speed uh feel the pain there's some doom thrown into the mix contrast the dead some more crushing slow shizzle Mm. Uh, (laughs) um, second chance some heavy ass shit Mm. lies is this upbeat double kickage and in your head is this? Cr-
1: I like that. crushing double kick double
2: kickage. Hell yeah! Oh, that's 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 a new Eddie Sparks slang term we're adding to the. I'll have to do like my own grunge speak, uh, like <laughs> slang thing. You remember that like see you on the flip flop thing? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to do my own version of that. O- all it would take is me just like going through a thing of my notes and being like, none of these are real words. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah in your head is this like crushing closer it's a I mean it's all right <laughs> yeah it's um it's good um yeah. n- no obituary album isn't good they're just varying degrees of good some happen yeah. to be f- fucking amazing yeah which you know leaves these less remarkable albums lower down
1: yeah and honestly i I only have one more that I would call less remarkable for my number eight which you already talked about which is inked in blood from 2014 mm-hmm. um the, it's their ninth album and um it was actually um crowdfunded via kickstarter which like that's a hmm. thing that i remember for a while you you saw that a lot and now like does anybody do that anymore does anybody crowdfund albums anymore i haven't seen it in forever it's funny. One of my one
2: of my favorite uh, YouTubers ever, um, IDubs, used to do a series called Kickstarter Crap, where he would pick like a really bad, fraudulent like um, Kickstarter project a week, and he'd just fucking tear it to shreds.
1: Oh And my it was God. like that's awful. Yeah, it's I mean, and great, but also awful.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was it was hilarious. I mean, you know, a lot of the humor you he probably wouldn't get away with now because it was like 2016 peak edgy humor but uh yeah i mean it is a time capsule of just shitty kickstarters getting ripped yeah. to fucking pieces but um yeah i mean he was a big influence on why i started doing this um but yeah uh with that where was i i've i've wrapped up uh execution oh, i was Return. i I
1: had, I had started inked and in blood but i was talking about oh, yeah, sorry. i was talking sorry, about yeah, if if any, if people do Kickstarter anymore, now that you mentioned it, it though, it re- an interesting thing. Cause you were talking about influence on your videos just randomly last night. I was like on YouTube and I, I watched on your page. What is your very first like actual video, yeah. which is glam versus thrash. Yeah. And technically to, not the first. Well, the first but, one that's on yeah. your up, up there. Yeah. Um, and I have to I have to say something because I know th- this is you're going to hear like a different part of the episode right now where this is normally something I'd probably say to Eddie not on an episode. But since it came up, because um, I know sometimes you're like it, it the videos that you did a lot of times, like so much work went into them because of so much editing with not only yeah. green screen effects, but then like sound stuff like music and clips and all this other shit that you would do and i was watching and i was like you know what the i like the i like all the different clips and the different things but the thing that i love about that particular video and the early ones that you did if you were going to make a graph like a pie chart the majority of the pie chart of why it's enjoyable is literally you sitting behind your drum kit talking and and just and and, and occasionally editing in like goofs just like leaving in yeah. the goofs like that's it so okay, literally, if you were in front of a wall that just had posters and you never did any fucking green screen or any clips or whatever, I'm like, well, that's enjoyable enough right there. You don't even need to worry about that shit. I think what I'll probably end up doing going forward,
2: just like as a as a quick thing, I have been, um, you know, arranging a setup, so to speak. Uh, yeah. There, all the stuff is there. There's a there's a box light up here. There's a, oh, I see that. Obvious, yeah.
1: obviously a green screen. Um, but yeah, and, I know. think, I think it's because like the way that that video looks like nobody does that. There's no drummer behind his kit being humorous, talking about music and, 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 you know, th- th- so I think that's, I think that's such a unique thing. I'm all like, just, I d- you don't, don't worry about uh, all that other shit that makes editing a 10 minute video, a, a week long affair. <laughs> yeah. Here's, here, here's another piece
2: of the setup. It's, yeah. um, it's a work in progress. And I am now committing i mean as 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 we've seen uh I have a new video coming up in about uh two days from when this goes up yeah uh, it'll be Friday. it so, and I'm having a lot of fun with the uh what is it called um tracklist tournament series that I've started doing yep, yep. um something that was the most time consuming that I'm trying to get back into is is writing the damn videos because that's a whole other thing you know i do my research i do notes i kind of paraphrase things i've read and try to inject a few goofs but like i think what i'm gonna do going forward with the green screen is green screen is coming back because i haven't got it sat back there for nothing sure what i'm gonna what i'm gonna probably end up doing is probably just have like live footage of whatever band i'm talking about yeah back there as a cool like visual thing with the odd meme put in the in its place, but and that's and that's all you, that's
1: all you need to do because it's like it, if you yeah. find I I know because I've gone through that with my videos where I've done some where it takes so much editing, but then I've found other ones that I start doing that are so easy to do but so much fun and I'm just like well that is that's you know especially if people react to them in a good way then it's like that's all you got to do I know this is, totally, yeah. this is totally derailing us but I. But I, sometimes I feel like you do need a little bit of encouragement. And I just wanted to let you know that, like, all that other shit is not important because you're the product and you're the thing that's entertaining to watch. So I feel I feel like I have gotten better talking to the
2: camera. I think the, I think the podcast did a lot for, you know, my oh, speaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so what I'll probably like, you know, like I. There's there's a there's a comment recently on one of my videos that that says something like this is like a methadone cranked and ranked. More of these, please. And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'll make more trackless tournament. I mean, I'm I'm basically playing a, a game with myself in those videos, so
1: it's it's just fun. Well, so if you want to see videos of Eddie playing with himself, um, go watch. <laughs> his go check channel. out my OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, back uh, to Inked and blood. Yeah. Um. Cool. Yeah, it was, it was crowdfunded, which is a thing you don't see a lot anymore. But um, this one, it, once again, we talked about the demo quality of the production. And I, I mostly just don't like that the vocals are so dry. Because it sounds, sometimes the, the it almost feels like he's, when they recorded John Tardy's vocals, there's like a pillow in front of him. And so sometimes mm. he sings and you can't really get all the syllables. You're like, why is it sound yeah. so muffled? And so I'm just like, yeah, that's, they, they, they could have done a lot better with that. Um, For sure. It's got its enjoyable moments. It's definitely not a go-to and it's the last one of the ones where I'm like, these are ones that I, I would not really recommend to people who were new to, to, to obituary. Um, But it, it's got plenty of cool moments on it. And the, the one thing that's clear on all these albums is that they're, they they still have the ability to 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 do this shit and it sounds good and they're still in a league of their own and so you know what can you say but um from I think that the the uh, above this they have they are they're all albums that I think have a lot of positive qualities so let's move on to your number seven Cool so my number seven
2: is one second uh my number seven is Darkest Day. Okay. Um, f- to me, um, I suppose I, I, I feel like I preferred some of this production as opposed to Executioner's Return. Uh-huh. Um, but. Uh, I'm just going to jump straight in, because I have a lot of the same to say about Darkest Day as I did Executioner. So, uh, List of Dead is this fast, thrashing blast of brutality. Blood to Give is this grooving riffer lost inside. You know, there's that grooving kick in there that I love so much outside my head. Yes! Yes! Rock! Yes! (laughs) Uh, uh, Payback is... uh, you know hardcore beatdown riffage i'll admit is a yes from me um there's do an album with a lot of that later down the
1: line that you, i do, will do you get that thing where like some song titles are used a lot and yeah. there's one song in particular that has that song title that will always eclipse all others not not necessarily even because it's better But because it has a a bitch,
2: motherfucker. Yeah, Yeah. so you
1: say payback, and I hear in my head, payback's a bitch, motherfucker. And then earlier, (laughs) there was a song on the last one that's called Feel the Pain. And to to me, that's a fucking Dinosaur Jr. song. So I start hearing (laughs) a Feel the Pain of Everyone. And I'm just like, oh, that's a good song. Well, we're talking about (laughs) obituary. Feel the pain of everyone.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They can do a version Uh, of that one, sure. Totally. I'd be down. Do you know what? Let's fucking crowdfund an obituary covers album where they do exclusively songs from genres that aren't metal.
1: Okay. Yeah. Baby, get back. Did you imagine that? No. See that you just that just came off the top of your head. I feel like, but like now that I'm thinking about it, imagine like their guitars. Dun 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 dun. Why hasn't anybody done that yet?
2: Damn! That is like, yeah, that's a that's a that's a suggestion, man.
1: I like big brats it- and
2: a grand long liar. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's fucking brilliant.
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> it wasn't that. It wasn't that good. I, I can't. I can't. Nobody can do John Tardy. That's the thing. Is you? Can't. Now this is a story all about how
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> my life got flipped upside down. <laughs> oh, oh man! <sighs> all right. Well, everybody, now, we'll just get we'll, somebody start that Kickstarter, and we'll. we 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 can't do it because we <laughs> we have no connection to obituary whatsoever. Somebody in the obituary we, camp um get we on might after this like, <laughs> who knows i would i would only hope like that's like that's the one every time i put out a video i'm like oh i hope the band sees it most of the time they don't sometimes they do but Jeez. very
2: rare i've i've i could legitimately become addicted to doing a john tardy impression and likely ruining my fucking throat for the rest of my life <laughs> but all of the jokes <laughs> will be worth it uh, um <clears throat> yeah voice crack right whoop, there whoop. uh <laughs> Oh yeah, last last time, um did you
1: keep it in the episode? Because I didn't check. I edited nah. it, I edited it, did it out. It like, gonna- I I sent <laughs> I sent Eddie a clip because I'm when I'm editing the podcast, some you know, it's real easy to like, especially on the podcast, because I know that I know that you people in the podcast world are just listening to this you're sometimes just in your headphones. So, like, if there's, like, coughs or sneezes or weird noises that, like, I just don't, I know that that it takes away from it. So I always, like, find those little areas where I go, what's that noise right there? And it's like, I'm talking, but if you mute me, you just hear Eddie, and it's like a, "Eh!" (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah, for some reason, I I think I, like, I think I burped, but it, it. It came up
1: in a way that was strange, and I just like went because <laughs> I, I played. I played it again to see if like maybe you were reacting to something I said, and that and your voice cracked or something. But no, there was no. It was nothing. I was in the middle of me talking, and it's just like a little. <laughs> yes, yeah. so, so I, I didn't uh, keep it in there because it it's not yeah. important. But it was it was important enough for me to share it with you and be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, the
2: spirit of Michael Jackson um, possessing me. <laughs>
1: Didn't know it <laughs> That's that's scary because that could happen. Yeah that ghosts are, to- totally ghosts are,
2: good goes for real. Goes are real uh, Alright <laughs> <laughs> uh, Where where was I? Uh, I don't know pay, Payback uh Dark Your Darkest Day uh dirgy slowness uh this life's got some yummy grooves in it. See me now, one of the faster ones with a nasty halftime bit in there. Mm. Fields of pain. Heavy Groover, Violent Dreams is a is a musical speed run, clocking in at less than two minutes long. Uh, truth be told, awesome heavy stuff. Forces See, truth is a be told, cool
1: that's a Megadeth song. So that's the first thing <laughs> I hear is that song. <laughs>
2: uh, and and Left to Die is this is this long crushing closer, and you know it's it's still. I mean, it's all right.
1: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to edit this down to just that and put it on TikTok, where it's like, a obituary ranking, and it's just Eddie going, it's all right. And the, the funny
2: thing is, this is like, it's the bottom half of, of one of my favorite extreme metal bands. So episode two, I am just going to be, it's going to be a love fest. I'm going to be like, are these five albums any day of the fucking week, please? Yeah. But i agree you know this you know this is a a side effect of of stylistically sticking to your guns is that you end up with a a wad of albums that are a lot more memorable than another wad and uh yeah so now i've shot my wad on darkest day you want
1: to yeah yeah i'm not cleaning (laughs) that up um (laughs) we uh, just <laughs> we, missed <laughs> um we're on, on to my number seven uh which is the uh self-titled obituary album from 2017 which if you look behind me is one of the only two i own on vinyl because um, hmm. a lot of their shit's kind of expensive and well, um, it's 90s era mostly isn't it yeah like, so like even the, even have... the cause of death that i have behind me that's a european version and it still cost me i think 80 bucks to get it and it's from <laughs> from 92 um but i oh, love dude. that album that we'll, i won't Worth talk it. about that one today um but nah, the, nah. the self-titled obituary album which is the last one they did it's their 10th album it to me is really good and 10 tracks 33 minutes come on yes that's, that's how you fucking do it And it's got a much it's got a much heavier and fuller production style. And it's also got a little bit of a rough edge to it, which is what I like about a lot of the older death metal albums. Is it sure they're they're well produced, but even like all the Scott Burns stuff, there was a level of like rough around the edges to what he did. And I really like that. And I think it really benefits the music um, or the music benefits from that. Um, And there's a lot of energy on this album. The thing that I love the most about this particular album is that this far into their career, on their 10th album, they've made an album that in many ways is a perfect introduction to this band. Yes. Like, like it's 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 well done and well presented in the way that if somebody said, you know, I'm looking to get into obituary, I'd be like, I'll just start with the, the latest one. Cause it's like, it's just like they just fucking perfectly did what they do. And if you're into yeah. this, go listen to anything else and you'll, you'll be into it. And just the fact that they managed to do that this far along, it's because they fucking mastered what they do. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, very strong album. Um, still obituary doing what nobody else can do. An interesting thing on this album that I really like, and I don't know if it's been done other times on their albums because I don't remember it. But the song betrayed. The verses are in a major key.
2: I got the exact same note. I really want to let's camp out here for a minute. Yeah, because like, then, then
1: on the on the on the chorus it switches to a minor key. But I'm all like, that's so weird. Like this heavy riff that's a major key riff.
2: Yeah, and like it's it kind of reminds me of um, Sepultura a little bit. That you know they would do some parts that. You wouldn't normally hear in a heavy riff, yeah, but would technically fall under a like major scale or something. For, um, for
1: those of you who are like, we're we're just saying words that you don't get, and which is perfectly fine. Not knowing musical technical terms is fine because it's a shitload I don't know. But major key, yeah. major key, uh in layman's terms, is like happy sounding. So you have yeah. some you have some notes that sound very evil and very like or sad. Whereas major key stuff always sounds uplifting and and happy because the notes yeah. I, I don't know how that works. i I don't know how you you discover these particular notes that to our ears and our brain sound positive. It's so hmm. weird, such a weird concept, but it's it's strange, but it's it's one of those um
2: I mean, you know, to me, this shit's the closest thing the human race has got to magic, like some of this <laughs> stuff. And i'm not I'm not being funny I'm not being music funny is I magic gen- I genuinely think that because some of this
1: stuff I mean we just we can't explain we just fucking like it well there's that, like that's the thing is that that i that I think you've pretty much nailed why people like you and me are obsessed with music because yeah. any other thing that you think about, there's a level of human explanation like if you're really into movies, it's like, well, you're watching people act like people or and you're watching people that have edited movies Hmm. in a certain way or put, you know, you know, certain types of costumes made by people. And here's what creates this movie. And people are really crazy about movies. But when it comes to music, if you really want to take it down to what it actually is, it comes to like things in the air. Yeah. It's wavy air that makes you feel stuff. Like like emotions and shit. Yeah. I mean obviously take take vocals aside, because vocals is like, you know, obviously words and, and we understand that. But even like singing notes. And why those mm. notes go over this, or why a particular style of vocal sounds good over this, it's just one of those things it's like an amazing thing it's an amazing gift that we that we're we're given and and you know if if you're a religious person, maybe it's maybe it's a gift from your deity or whatever, whoever created everything. Mm. but um it's just one of those things where like that that right there is like, well yeah, that's that's why I'm so obsessed with music because music is a thing that If you really drill down to it, it's hard to explain what actually makes it up. And then on top of that, it has these weird qualities on top of things like uh, movies and books and other stuff where it has this ability to make you feel something. And sometimes it literally can make you feel a particular time in your life. Yeah. And that's like... Amazing! All by these things that are just these notes, or not, not even notes, because we had to put the name "note" on what those things were. So eventually, so one dude back in the day made some sound, and it made a tone. Then they yeah. had to call that a tone. Who the fuck? That's the thing that blows my mind. Do you ever start to think about words and the how words came about? Because if you think yeah, about no, so, like how did this mental. become? This, who was the first person to say that? And why did everybody agree that that was the thing that... Air- Air-Pod. <laughs> that's a That's a little bit, I'm talking about way back. Like I like, know, I know. Like, yeah. a word, like a word, like sound, the word yeah. sound. Why does a sound mean a sound? Why does that sound mean, what? <laughs> why does yeah, this, yeah. Why does saying sound, why does that sound equal the sound sound that you're talking about? what like so that's why that's what i'm saying like our evolution as a species like you could say what you want there are people out there that are completely uninvolved and are are ruining everything for the rest of us but if you really think about where we've come from crawling hmm. out of the fucking ocean and then eventually two random dudes are just talking about music and and like (laughs) it's just like it's just but they had to start with some guy going Oh, that's a sound. Well, no, he probably didn't. I don't know where it started from. Sound. Why is that? I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking kill myself right now. Who,
2: who would have thought? Like, who would have thought it would be obituary to make us go all deep and philosophical? Like, you know, this is the band that goes "Chopped in Love." It's a blood spill over your mouth. But what, like, a, what
1: a more perfect example of a thing where it sounds a certain way, where some person could listen to this and go, "That's just a bunch of fucking noise." And then other of us go, "You're not hearing all of the great shit that's inside of this and what makes this up. And it's one of those things where we <laughs> had to evolve to this point where, because imagine like, I don't know, back in the day, like just some some random... Singer in the in the eighteen hundreds or seventeen hundreds or even earlier, and you're like, oh, one day people are going to pay money to see somebody go, and
0: like,
1: (laughs) and they'd probably be like, I'm no fucking way. I'm like, well, yeah, that's and and say what you will, that that is an evolution of like music just branching out in all these crazy ways, and and yes, God, it's it's amazing. Music is amazing. Thank you all for being here for this. this revelation, or whatever, it's like, uh, <laughs> you just know, like, it, the
2: stoner fans that we have are just yeah, like, Yeah, they're like, yeah, right, right now. <laughs> uh,
1: sure, God's uh, all powerful, but does he have lips? Dips. Whoa, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: call, call back to like, Alice in Chains from last week,
2: yeah, wow. Um, well, with uh, funny actually, because. What is it? Your number seven is the
1: self-titled obituary album? Yes. Yes. So your number six. Oh, wait, were we still I'm, am I still on? Oh I'm done. I'm done with self-titled album. We can move <laughs> on to number six. I'm actually surprised it wasn't higher, um pers- personally. Um
2: yeah. but um for me, uh, I'm gonna kind of give my number five away by saying my number six and my number five could change any day of the week. Gotcha. So, okay. K- kind of a spoiler alert for next time, but you know we're not we're not Stranger Things. We're cranked and ranked.
1: Um, so <laughs> and in and in, and in our show, Eddie doesn't die. Yes. Well, not yet. Not yet. Um, anyway, not for a very very yeah. long time, and he's not going to be. Oh wait, did you have you watched? <laughs> have you watched that season yet? What did you know, I do? It was- what did I just do? I Erase that from to, your mind. To, to he be may, fair... He may, to, he may not be dead. To be fair, that plot point was
2: already spoiled for me. How far are you into
1: Stranger Things now?
2: Motherfucker, I told my man... I know, get on it. get on whatever she's yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she watched the entire series in like three days, and I thought, oh Jesus Christ, my big so, so where Skills are you? I know own. you were
1: on you at least watched season two, right?
2: Yeah, I've I'm in the first couple episodes of, of season three. I'm on I think I'm on episode three of season three. Okay, season is fucking great, season four is fucking great. I have spent I have spent the last four months binging through whatever episodes of Metal Up Your Podcast I haven't listened to while playing Sniper Elite Five. And I oh. can safely say, so you're wa- wasting
1: your time, is what you say you're doing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wasting my time getting all the
1: secret items and the longest shots possible. Yes, <laughs> and don't give those other guys your streaming hours. They're people talking. We can literally do a better Metallica podcast than those guys do. All right, I've heard. I, them. right, they're fine. I, they get really good though. Like, are they? Are they as fun as we are though?
2: They're they're pretty they're pretty good. I'd say All I'd right, say fine. they're about I'd say they're about ninety percent of the way to get into us. Even though even You'll though they there, do guys. Like, they they <laughs> they do like competitions and giveaways, and we just like roast people in the comments. Well, we don't have any way to do that if because <laughs> nah, I, mean, I think <laughs> they've
1: got they've got the numbers where I'm pretty sure they have sponsors and they have That's ways sh- to do shit. Hmm. Well, they do well, actually, they do all of their um stuff through patreon,
2: so we need to we need to do that we need to
1: well, here's the that. thing if we do patreon peanut butter platypuses out there. if we did a patreon one, my question is first for the peanut butter platypuses, would you pay for a cranked and ranked patreon? Number two, my question is for Eddie Sparks. Are you going to put in the extra time with me to do extra content for the patreon
2: <laughs> and here's where it comes in, because I am proposing that we start a band called the Peanut Butter Platypuses.
1: What does that have to do with Patreon? (laughs) Well, here's the thing,
2: right? We're going to be auditioning
1: our bass players (laughs) that that is Patreon. Well, you know,
2: Metal Up Your Podcast, they do these these cover EPs where they reimagine Metallica songs in, like, different styles. So, like, one of them does them in, like... there's (laughs) that one
1: there's that one guy that does like here's a certain band doing a certain song and i hate his fucking face i hate his face (laughs) his face shows up on i literally gone to youtube and said hide this channel because i hate seeing that guy's face i hate it you're 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 tearing down networking dude We're
2: going to put a big old beep over whatever he just said. <laughs> I, didn't, I
1: didn't say what their name was. There are people that do versions of songs and different voices and stuff. But I, I, it's not. It's just because it's so to me, it's so like, man, you seem so talented. Do something better with your time. Well, they, they are touring musicians as well. But uh, like, I'm not would, talking about middle of s- your podcast. I know those. those oh, guys okay. Are oh, OK. I was talking about yeah. the guy, the guy that does the cover versions of songs. But no, the question was, do you? I, this is a serious question. We're doing, We're having a meeting right now on hmm. Crankton Ranked about Crankton Ranked for the Crankton Rankers, peanut butter okay. platypuses to hear. Yes. Would, would do you? Would you want to do a Crankton Ranked Patreon? Obviously, separately, we could do little things, little videos to upload to it. But I think that as a, as a unit. We would want to do extra things because you can't just be like,
2: here, hmm, pay for yeah. pay
1: for us and then go watch our shit on YouTube. We have we gotta do special shit for the special people. Well, well that's that's the
2: thing. I was I was thinking we could perhaps do the, you know, write write some
1: songs, do some do some cool shit. We can do, do, a- do that. Yeah, I'm down for whatever. We just we just have to make it a regular thing because I don't want people to be sending us money and then we're like once a month, we put something out and it's just us in our rooms going, hey, dudes, later. <laughs> uh, okay.
2: Um, we'll
1: talk about this later. Yeah. Marinate on that a little bit because, because I'm, mostly ma- I'm
2: marinating, dude.
1: I'm we'll getting feedback the from the people out there and like, well, would you pay? Because I don't know. I wouldn't be comfortable with charging any more than like $5 a month. Maybe, maybe even less. Fuck, I don't know. Depending on what we do. Well, but, that you know that would be that would be the thing we we do
2: like a an EP or something we'll do like a hip hop album where we like sample glam bands
1: i love i <laughs> love how you're you're on the music tip of what we would we would give everybody which is fine i yeah. would do that i i'd be down to do that we'll talk about it further um i've yes. completely i've completely derailed ish but that's i i that's a uh, that's on the table i've thought about doing a patreon in general but i've the thing i run into is is like I don't know if I can keep up with giving extra content with, you know, every, I feel like something every week should be out if you're doing a Patreon, if not Mm. more. um, Yeah. It's, it's it's a, it's a tricky thing. Yeah. We'll have to, we'll we'll circle back to that. So if, uh, so just you know, everybody stay tuned, but also put, you know, send me an email, oldheadpodcast at gmail.com. If you'd be down to pay for a Patreon where we do extra shit. Um, And then on YouTube, Put a comment down below. Um, would you be interested? And so, um, and back to obituary. Yes. Number six. Oh, wait. Sorry, did I had you, a... Did you, I, you didn't even say what your number six was yet. Did you? No. Uh,
2: and okay. I, just had a, I just had a really good idea, and I thought I'd tell you right now, and we, we can edit this out. We can edit this out. No. I thought... No. Me, no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll
0: what think if it. we do?
2: What, what if we do like a cranked and ranked reloaded where we go back to like, this is an exclusive series where we go back to our episodes, mm-hmm. listen back through them and
1: see if our rankings have changed. Okay. That, I mean, that's, that, that and it's an additional, a lot of time we would have be dealing with there on top of the other rankings that we're doing. So yeah, that is, that is the thing I- we could do. It could, it could be, like, a little more casual off the cuff
2: to, you know, reassess our, our thing. We don't necessarily have to, like, hear all the albums, but, like, just be like, um, maybe that one can go a little higher. I mean, it's all
1: right. It's a, it's a, it's a definite, uh, we'll just do that. It's going to be the two of us. and Like, here's a new ranking we're going to do. Whoa! I mean, that's all right. And yeah. Something about the biggest it's piece the of biggest
2: shit. It's the biggest piece of dark shit. Yeah. Um,
1: Cool, could so... Be. Um, could be. Pow!
2: Back in the fucking zone. Yes. Yes. Uh, so my... Yes. So my six. number five and, and six could swap any day of the week. Gotcha. And those two albums are Frozen in Time and the self-titled Obituary album from
1: 2017.
2: Got it. Um. Uh, Instinctively, after today listening to that obituary self-titled one again,
1: I have put it higher. So my number six is Frozen in Time. The the last produced by Mr. Scott Burns. And I think the last album he ever produced. I don't think he's done anything since then. Wow. I, mean, he, I think would, he came out of retirement to do Frozen in Time. And then I think... I don't think he's bounced. done anything else. Yeah.
2: Damn, dude. I mean... It, this album, for something that came out in two thousand and five, and and an era notorious for kind of shitty metal production, um, I mean this is a good album, dude. Like, yeah, fuck, Red, opening up with Redneck Stomp. I mean the fucking awesome riffing intro, simple but effective, hardcore esque groove riffage. I mean, I'd enter the ring to this shit, um, you know and I'm not even a professional fighter, but I feel like it would give me at least a chance. (laughs) One in a million. So you're (laughs) telling me there's a chance. (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, On the Floor has some Sepultura coursing through its veins. I'm also stoked at the tasteful usage of space in the music on this album. Reverb in the right places um, is Scott Burns kind of deal. Insane. My God, John Tardy's vocals are ace, dude. Like I would, I've already said it before on here. I'll say it again. I would exclusively communicate through growling if I had his voice. Uh, Back inside is a staple of what I love about this band, and and you know their usage of double kicks at slower tempos. Mindset's fucking crushing, dude. The breakdown riffage at the halfway mark with the ping, 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 like I love that. I love that ride cymbal work. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> That is a hell yes from me. Uh, Standalone thrashes things up a bit. Slow death. Verbed out Tom's sound ace. Uh, denied is another heavy one. Denied. Uh, Lockjaw. One last gnarly song to close out on. Closing riffage is banging. Um, and it's a short but sweet grooved out riff fest. Doesn't outstay its welcome. Batter you, batters you with filth for 35 minutes and then fucks back off. Yeah. Like... Eh, eh. It's a damn good offering from, you know, a band coming back.
0: It's yeah, yeah. their
1: first one back. Yeah. I absolutely agree. It's not my number six. Um, My number six is, I believe this was your number 10, Back from the Dead from 1997. Okay. Their fifth album, like you said, first without Scott Burns behind the boards. um. I like this album a lot. It's, it's, a, it's a good album, but to me, like sometimes I listen to it and I hear little things where I go, it seems like they had kind of come to the end and needed a little break because yeah. there is a progression, not to give anything away, from their first album up to World Demise, where I think that they were just up one-upping themselves every time. And then Back From the Dead is the first one where I go, they kind of laid back a little bit and didn't really push things forward and just did ob- obituary. obituary. Um, so it's a little bit of treading water, hmm. but something about it is still very enjoyable for me. There's a, there's a lot of great riffs on this album and I I like the production on it, even though it's not as good as, as some of their stuff. Um, I, I especially like, um, I mean the. So, I think vocally speaking is probably where I'm mostly happy because the vo- when the vocals are dry or not done very well, it kind of annoys me. But I will, I will say on Back from the Dead, occasionally the drums don't sound that great on this album. It um,
2: feels a bit thin to my ears as well yeah. compared to something like World Demise that came before it. It's just so
1: thick and chunky. And Fuck, then... Don't even get me started on that one. But uh, I mean, next time <clears> I will. <laughs> um, there's great tracks on here, but yeah, the progression seemed to have been over. And the, the, the weird thing is, is, is that every time I hear this album, I can't, I can't not think about, well, the guy, the, the guys kind of took a break after this, but what if they had just called it quits? Like, what if this was the last obituary album and thinking about it that way? I go, well, this would have been a perfectly fine closer because it's almost kind of like you know, it's not necessarily going back to what they did on their first album, but it's like it's got more of a we're just doing obituary kind of to put a button at the end of things. Like, here's the here's the mm. the punctuation mark at the end of our career. And um, I kind of like that about it. But of course, they got back together and did several more albums. But um, I think. All the other albums that they did, which if I'm. If I'm thinking right, I ended up putting all the Scott Burns produced albums all at the top. (laughs) But um, There's a reason for that. I feel like I'm going to save my Scott Burns rant for next time, which I probably did a similar rant on our Cannibal Corpse ranking. But um, So your bottom
2: half is literally just obituary sans Scott Burns and your top half is obituary with Scott Burns. Yeah. just the sixth member <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah um he was he was a, he's a very important figure in uh the original death metal scene especially florida death metal um which yes. these guys are from florida um which is which is another thing that's always blown me away is that, like there there's a scene of this really gruesome heavy music that's known for coming from a place that when you say the word florida you think of <laughs> beaches and sun yeah. people in bikinis and- girls in bikinis Boys on surfboards. And, and Ford, a man commits Sorry. this crime, <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a um, that was a little rock lobster for those of you who didn't didn't know. That I just did. I um, that was that was pretty good. I don't think I did that part uh, right, but I love that part of the song because it comes out. It's almost cl- close to the end, the, the way the song wraps up, and it's just got that little groove. Yeah. and Not Rob Schneider. What's his fucking name? Schneider's his last name, the main guy from the singer for B-52s. Anyway, it doesn't matter, but it is that boys in bikinis, girls in surfboards. Everybody's rocking. God, that's a great group. Let's do B-52s album ranking at some point because that would be fucking fun as fuck. Um, Yeah. You heard it here. I'm adding it to the list. I'm gonna do it. I didn't I don't know I don't know why I didn't think of that before, but right now as we're doing this thing, I'm putting the B fifty twos on (laughs) the list as a band that will be added. Because that would be fun.
2: It's funny as you were like listing off like you know, the girls in bikinis, like Uh, other things Florida's known for. It's also known for the Florida man commits ex crime meme, yeah. like <laughs> which is that's so
1: weird. That, like that's that that because I guess you move in further inland in Florida, and there's other not everything's beaches in Florida, yeah. but like the Florida like that marsh like, that you see, like fucking you know Miami Vice. My Miami yeah. Vice is not. Florida man stuff going on. Miami Vice is, well, no. I guess maybe the people they are coming to arrest, but you know what I mean? Like, it's very, <laughs> it's, it's brightly colored and, and nice weather, and, and everyone's beautiful, so.
2: Speaking of, speaking of that sort of thing, I, I just want to, you know, bring up, it's funny we should mention that, because a bunch, uh, uh, a hacker today, literally today, managed to leak to the world Actual game footage of GTA 6. Oh, so they're like, actually working on GTA 6? They they are working on it, but, you know, on the one hand, I was like, great! Yeah, now I can see what it looks like, and now I realize, oh, they've leaked the source code to the entire game, so if anyone gets their hand on it, they can just make their own GTA 6. And with it's... that, like, it ties in, it ties in because... Vice City is where it's set, we know that now and Vice City is based on Miami and it's, you know based But is it in, it's based in be the be 80s? A, it's not based in the 80s but that's a trend that they've been doing with their numbered titles the mm-hmm. whole time but like it's the spin off ones like Vice City and San Andreas, but like I said just wanted to make a note of it because it's, it's the day this happened and it's funny we should bring Florida up, yeah it's, Well there you go. The planet,
1: The planets are aligning Because honestly, I'm not. You know, I've always said, "Oh, I might, I might go play one of those games one day." But I wouldn't be interested in playing one that isn't like uh, in a a specific time period that would be fun. Like I would want to play one in the '70s or the '80s or even the '90s. But if you're if you're making in modern day, I'm like, oh, that's not very fun. I don't like living in the modern day. Why would I want to play a game in the modern day?" (laughs) Yeah, get get a hold of a PS2
2: and get yourself Vice City, San Andreas and possibly Vice City stories, because those those three...
1: Somebody, somebody... You know, you know what? Pieces. Somebody out there, I'm going to do... Nobody... I see people do this all the time on social medias and on their stuff. Um, I'm just going to see if it works. Somebody somebody um, send me a PS2 and Vice City. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oldheadpodcast at gmail.com. Do you have a PlayStation 2 that you don't use? And you have... And a, a memory City? card. And a memory <laughs> card, <laughs> and you don't mind throwing me a bone... And uh, and just sending it to me because I'm just like, why not? Why not you? I've I've done enough out here for people. Somebody give me something, (laughs) dude. You should you should start this like
2: Let's Play series where you experience Vice City for the first time.
1: I would do that because they do. Because isn't that that's essentially what they do? Like on what's that other thing called that people do videos on? Um, Twitch is it Twitch?
2: Yeah. the The only problem you'd have with that is that you would. Um, like you would probably have to mute the in-game music because of DMCA copyright shit. Yeah. so, Yeah. I mean, you could pro- you could make videos on it, but you you would definitely get copyright claim because there's it would, no it would way in hell. Be, so you, you it would be, be it would, driving with the music. But also, it would be
1: a series of videos where it would be like, guess how long it takes me to get frustrated and throw my re- remote and not play the game anymore? Because <laughs> it's just gonna be, God, what the,
2: why would it work? It's, it's gonna but be like me. <laughs> all all you would have to do is just drive a car down the street listening to Billie Jean, and you cannot tell me that you don't
1: feel like Sonny Crockett. Oh shit! Like, okay, all right. That's I would love. to I would only. I would love that even more if I could hear. You belong to the city. Like, well, I'm driving down the street, but I'm, it's probably not on. It's on I, the Mime Vice soundtrack. I wonder if it's on there. It is might that, be Crockett's theme is, that, Steam, is it in the game. Is that Glenn like, Fry? Somebody that does that song. Anyway, we're totally. We're totally wrapping up. We're done. We're ra- We're done with Obituary for for this half of Obituary. So it's just you know. St- oh, st- you I, know, come come for the ranking. Stay for the. Mindless tangent. rambling that happens after. Work. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, oh, that's a I'll, good one. Although although I, 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 uh, I am going to go ahead, for those of you, the peanut butter platypuses that are here still. So we've done the first half of the obituary ranking. Yes. This is also going to be the first ever cranked and ranked cliffhanger where next week we're not going to do obituary part two. You're going to have to Uh, wait two weeks for that. And if you watched our last episode, we talked about it a little bit. The reason why we're skipping a week is because next week we're going to be celebrating our 100th episode. And this will be done on a live stream on YouTube. Yeah. If you're listening to this as a podcast, I'm going to, we're going to record it and I will edit it and put it out as a podcast for those of you who can't be bothered to come and join us. But um, so, we, so next, fuck. So if you're, if you're watching this or listening to this on Wednesday, it will be the following Sunday, which fuck, I don't know what date that is. Um, let me go to my calendar real quick. I need, I need to out drink the Canadian. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't, I don't know how to work the calendar on my fancy watch. Yeah. But anyway, um, I'm going to be, I'm going to be posting, if, follow me on my socials. I'll be posting a few days in advance. Um, a link to the live broadcast and the times it will end up being 1 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. UK time. Um, yeah, uh, but it'll be a celebration of our 100th episode, and it it's literally going to be. Nothing. yeah yeah we're just we're just gonna chat shit (laughs) we're gonna show up and just talk about how great we are and how great it's been for 100 episodes and let the people in the live stream uh say things or ask questions and uh so it's a little bit of a celebration bitches and so um yeah so yeah so we so two weeks from now will be the exciting conclusion to um Obituary, but you know for right now you've heard our first half. you know you could say our ranking has been jumped out! Out! <laughs> ah, yes <laughs> that, was, that was genius yes um, so yeah, on that note, um let's we'll we'll wrap this up. I think we've we've done about an hour and a half. that's a good length episode for us and um yes, so keep an eye on postings or or even on YouTube. Um, about the live stream celebrate. Br- 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 see, that's what happens. That means it's time to go. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not even going to finish that sentence. Um, thank you very much for for watching and listening. And as usual, I'm going to throw it over to Mr. Eddie Sparks to take us out. Later, dude!
0: Feel the shit smell like a poo! Oh. <laughs>
2: The shit, shit smells like a poo. What the god?
1: I was, I was thinking of, thinking of something that rhymes. Woo! <laughs> We've got we went we went from like this existential conversation about the creation of music and the creation of words and what music means to us to <laughs> the shit smells like a poo. <laughs> That's Crankton Rank, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) All right.